What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Earth Messenger number 47. Y'all already know I am your host, Miss Complexity. And today there has been so much talk about tarot reading, divination, and blah, skippy, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Today I'm going to break it down to you. And if you are a tarot reader or card reader, this might interest you. We're going to go ahead and get into defining the three top cards, divination cards that most readers use. And that is Tarot, Lenormand, and Oracle. Wanna travel the world, but for now I'm cruising my city. If you wanna be down with me, then right now fuck with me. So we're back, and like I said, we're gonna get into defining the history, the structure, and finding out more about the top three divination cards that most tarot readers or card readers use to connect with spirit as well as connect with you. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with the most used card deck and the most used card deck that readers use would be the actual tarot cards. Lately, it has been getting a lot of attention. I mean, even those in Christianity and in the Gospels and the church are using tarot cards. They have realized that tarot is not as evil as it sounds or has it been. A lot of people have been getting into tarot reading to find out more about things that are coming towards them, things that have been um, floating around them. They're getting in touch with their divine side. So when we embark on tarot reading, okay, I actually, when I joined the tarot read, the tarot land, when I joined the tarot land, I was, I was, <laughs> I was told, of course, you can't do that. Um, it's against the rules. Um, you're worshiping the devil, blah, skippy, blah, blah. But that is not the truth. Um, I actually got into tarot reading one day when I was listening to a tarot reader. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This sounds just like my situation. What the heck? Yeah, I was kind of shocked. And then um, I was starting to get lots of downloads in this time. And because I was getting lots of downloads, I didn't know what to do with it. I have always been one that dream things and then they happen. It usually takes like two years before my dreams manifest. But when it does, it does. And it never steered me wrong. Now, I did go to school to um, learn about tarot and oracle reading. I did this because I didn't know where else to start. I didn't know where else to turn. And I'll never forget, I started uh, my course 
when I um, took a trip to go visit my son in the Panhandle, and he was just like, okay, Panhandle of Florida, and he was like, okay, what are you doing? This is not cool, you know, but it didn't matter to me because I wanted to get into it. I wanted to learn more. When I got back home, I don't know, something came up over me, and I created my own deck. The origin of tarot cards started way back in the 15th century in Europe, okay? And a lot of people back then thought it was just playing cards. It wasn't no big deal. But it started to evolve into a tool for divination and spiritual guidance. And the actual tarot cards, the original tarot cards are 78 cards per deck, okay? Um, it is divided into two main sections, which are the major arcana and the minor arcana. May say the major arcana are the ones that don't really have the numbers and the, um, the, the suits on them, okay? These are major arcana, but they are the ones that actually signify life things and archetypes. I, um, ordered a deck of cards that was just the major arcanas only and i still have that deck it's a beautiful deck and i haven't used it in a long time i might start doing so um this friday but yes i have this deck and it's really cool because it actually tells you a story without being divided into the suits and when you're dividing the suits up you're reading and talking about the minor arcanas, the 56-card deck. You know, we know how to say 52 pickup. Well, there's 56 cards in this deck, and it's separated with four suits, of course, like a regular card deck, cups, pentacles, swords, and wands. And each of those represent your daily life and experiences. Now, the purpose of having the tarot cards are very versatile and they are used differently in different readings okay when you um if you go to a tarot reader you will have them they'll do a love reading they will do a finance reading a career reading and overall readings you could break it down how you want to break it down but either which way it always tells a story for you to learn Okay, so tarot cards are very versatile and they are very um, detailed and they provide in-depth personal situations, in-depth overstanding, even emotional and spiritual journeys is what they help you with. They offer a comprehensive view of past present, and potential future events. I really like the tarot cards, okay? And a lot of people have no idea about tarot, and it's so weird because it's definitely something that you want to actually get into, okay? Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey? Wonderful. Connect with your tribe. The others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you who are ready to heal. 
Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. We're waiting for you. I'm going to go over these cards really quickly, and we're going to start with the Major Arcana. The Major Arcana, like I said, exists of 22 cards, numbered from 0 to 21. However, they are not suited, okay? These cards represent powerful energies and major influences, such as spiritual, emotional, or psychological aspects. And these are used to help you journey through your life purpose. The major arcana for some of the most are the fool card, which is like the very beginning. The very beginning, you have to take a chance and jump out there and do what you need to do. So you use the fool card. Then you have the magician. The magician is a that's somebody that makes things happen. And the high priestess, the emperor, the empress, the lovers, the chariot, you got to keep moving. <laughs> the strength card, you have to have that strength to keep moving. The hermit card. The hermit card, I love because the hermit card represents uh, Virgo. Okay, and Virgos usually go within themselves. When you go within yourself, you are looking and you're finding who you truly are. You're taking that leap of faith black with the fool card here and you're finding out who you are you're blocking yourself off from everyone else and going within and finding out who you are you are seeking knowledge here with the hermit card you also have the will of fortune the justice card the hangman the death card and let me stop right here because a lot of people look at the death card as in something that oh my god i'm scared don't worry no the death card means that you're ending something to start something new okay please be aware of that so whenever you see the death card um it could mean somebody might be passing away yeah it could but it also means that a new beginning is happening let's say that you have um the death card and all of a sudden somebody becomes pregnant well usually in the spiritual if someone passes away in the family somebody new is coming you have to make that room <laughs> but um it doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be a death it could be the end of a cycle that has come to its fruition it might be the end and then i feel like the death card after the death card should be the full card but it doesn't work on how i think it works on how spirit is presenting it to you. You also have the temperance, the devil, the tower, oh, the tower, oh, the star, the moon, the sun, judgment, and the world card. When you have reached the top abundance, a lot of the times people really don't understand that the tarot cards, especially the major arcana, are connected to the zodiac signs. A lot of people, um, are starting to realize that the zodiacs and the major arcanas are pretty much coincides together. Like I was saying about the Virgo in the Hermit card, okay, and the High Priestess is usually a Taurus or Libra. Um, you also have the Justice card, you also have the Star card, you have the Strength card, the Leo, you have so many of these things come together. The Moon card is the Pisces, and it all means a lot. But I can't explain everything here right now, now, we're going to get into the minor arcanas. Like I said, the minor arcanas has 
56 cards in the deck. And each of those cards are separated in four suits, just like a regular playing card. And you have the cups, the pinnacles, which is also about coins. You have the swords. You have the wands, which is also about wands. All elements. Let me, let me back up a little bit. Let me back up a little bit. Like I was saying, there was 56 cards divided into four suits. Those four suits, okay, the cups, the pinnacles, the swords, and the wands, those four suits are basically talking to you about the zodiac signs, elements. In order to understand the zodiac's elements, you have to break down the elements and the elements are the four major elements are water fire earth and air be sure to visit www.journeythroughtarot.com where you can find sarah an intuitive tarot reader based out of Southern California. She has been reading tarot for about 19 years for friends and family and has reading professionally for two and a half years. It wasn't something she ever saw herself doing, but through her spiritual journey and awakening, she felt called into this line of work. Be sure to visit her on Instagram at Journey Through Terror and on Facebook as well as Linktree. Hope to see you there. Cups, pinnacles, swords, and wands. Let's go ahead and break that down. Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And the pentacles, all about getting that money, is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And then you have the swords, which are the air signs, Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. And then you have the wands, which are the fire signs, and that is the Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Now, each one of these suits contain 14 cards, which are the Ace, the Page, the Knights, the Queens, and the King, just like a regular card suit. You can always use a regular card suit to do tarot reading as well. But when we're breaking this down, it goes from Ace, which is one, through 10 and then the court cards is page knight queen and king if you are on um facebook or youtube there is a lady called kwane i love her so much she's a real good uh tarot reader but she says I have no court cards tarot. That is what her tarot is. She does not use the page, the knights, the queens, or the kings. She has no court cards, and those are the court cards. A page is about somebody who is young-minded, um, acts young, you know, a page, a teenager, under the age 25, whatever have you not. Then you have the knights. The knights are the wonderful <laughs> ones that come out, and they are like who they are they bring messages and all that good stuff to towards 
helping the king and the queen. And we already know who the king is. We already know what the queen is. I don't even need to explain those. Okay. How is it that tarot is so bad when it's really connected to the universe? It's really connected to us. It's really connected to what we do and how we say things, how we move. Everything is connected. So from one to 10, those numbers mean something. Just like in um, uh, the 5% nation. I started out with the 5% nation. I actually studied every single religion, every single situation. I actually studied all the spiritualities. I wanted to know so much. I was always eager. I always wanted to learn, always wanted to learn. But the first thing I learned when I came out was with the um, mathematics in the Quran and all that good stuff. And I didn't want to attach myself to just one simple religion, just one simple belief, because all of the beliefs are different. And there was so much to learn. You know, how do you know how to get over on your enemies if you don't know anything about them? So I use that mentality to learn about um, the 5% nation. Okay. And so I see here from the ace through the 10, all of those numbers mean um, something different. I would go through them now, but I'm running out of time. And um, I, I put those together to help me overstand a lot. So when you're using tarot, understand that numbers, suits, um, the court cards, the major arcanas, all of those are connected. Okay. So the minor arcana cards, usually focuses on everyday events, experiences, emotions, and action in life, offering more detailed insights into specific situations. That's why so many people use the tarot decks. Now, I think I overstood or explained to you guys about the soup meaning. Like I said, the cups were related to the water signs, which is associated to emotions, relationship, and love, and intuition, the water signs. Intuition, Pisces, okay, are definitely intuitive. Cancers are intuitive. Emotional, yeah, cancers, okay, come on now. It's so much that you could learn in tarot. That's why you need to download that cheap sheet. Also, you have the pinnacles, like I said, which represent materialistic things, wealth, career, and the physical world. And then you have the swords that represents intellect. You know, you know that a Gemini are too minded. They always thinking about things. So they resolve conflicts and challenges. They meditate. You have to understand the elements in order to actually understand the suits, okay? You also have um, the wands, which is the rod, and that's the fire signs. They create passion, spiritual pursuits, and they take action, okay? I ain't never seen a Leo just sat down and did nothing. Honey, no, they get up and do as well as the Aries, as well as the Sagittarius. They do not have time. <laughs> and the court cards, again, like I was saying, is basically about page, knights, and kings, and queens. And each of those two represents some 
different personality types. So when you are using tarot cards, understand there is a lot of things combined in it. That's why I strongly suggest that you take a tarot reading class instead of just jumping into it. Okay, take a tarot reading class, overstand all the numbers, overstand all the suites, overstand the connection between you, the universe, and the cards all together. Um, read out the major arcanas and the minor arcanas. Whatever cards that actually touch your soul will be your favorite cards my favorite cards <laughs> is about the whole deck but my favorite cards is the seven of pentacles i'm sorry the seven of swords because the seven of swords talks about deception the moon card um also talks about secrets and deception and those cards were like the number one cards that kept popping up when I very first started tarot reading and learning about tarot. Um, those cards helped me a lot. When I played the tarot or did the tarot readings, I was able to decipher who was doing what to me and all this good stuff. And it made it so clear because the mask of people came off and every reading tells a true story. Okay, so if anybody tells you that tarot reading was wrong, tell them to go and do some research. And so that's what I have for tarot reading. I know I spent a long time on it, but we're going to move ahead to the next divination cards, which are finally decided to go on that healing soul journey. Wonderful. Connect with your tribe, the others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you, who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. We're waiting for you. Are you ready to make your thoughts a reality and invest in yourself this 2024? Then join me and others on an inspiring journey of manifesting and motivation, where we'll discover the secrets to manifesting abundance, love, success, and happiness. This exciting journey will include tips, techniques, and guidance to help you achieve all of your 2024 desired goals. Act now and download your free Man I Vest 2024 Cheat Sheet. Then subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and let's manifest your abundant 2024 year. Link is in the show notes. Hope to see you soon. So we're back, and we're now going to be discussing the Lenormand cards. I love the Lenormand cards. I, I guess I love all of them, huh? <laughs> but I do love the Lenormand cards. I use them as clarifiers. So the Lenormand cards were created in the 18th century, in the early 19th century, by Marie and Lenormand. Actually, 
she was a fortune teller. She was someone that people would come to to try to find out what was going to happen in the future. And so they started naming the card after her. It was like she did such a good job at predicting people's future that people would say, oh, yes, yeah, she used these Lenormand cards. And a Lenormand card has a 36-card deck. And in these decks, there's like, there's a lot of representation of everyday objects like people and events. And the purpose of the Lenormand cards were to focus on providing a straight forward answer to a specific question. Like I said, I use them for clarity, but if you just use the plain Lenormand, and a lot of people used to go to Marie Lenormand to find out about their relationship situation. And that's basically what people were looking at. Is he cheating on me? I mean, the first thing they didn't want to know. So in order for her to work with these people, she definitely used the Lenormand cards that gave straightforward answers about relationships, work, and simple decisions that they couldn't figure out. Like, I want to make the right decision, but what can I do, you know? So the Lenormand cards, <clears throat> the French started this back in 1772 when Marie was born, okay? And as she grew older, she used cards to find her way through life. And people was like, oh my gosh, well, what do you have there? And, you know, they wanted to find out more and she would charge them, you know, what you got for me and I will tell you your future. Um, I can give you the answer to that. You know, she wasn't a witch and a lot of people, oh, she's a witch. No, she wasn't a witch. She just used cards to connect with divination. She used it as a divination tool and people became hooked. Okay. Each of these 36 cards were blessed with simple images and it started to evolve into a German card game and the game was called Game of Hope, okay? The game was a type of board game that used card decks for playing. Um, there is somebody there that just did a Lenormand card deck board game. I forget what their name was. They came out, um, I think, um, September of 2023 with this card deck. I'm going to find out about that and then I'll let you guys know. But yeah, they did come out with that and people were flocking because what they ended up doing was taking the original, the original card game of hope and turn it into a modern day card game that uses a board, it's a board game that uses cards to help, you know, tell the story, tell the future. No, this is not what we call the Ouija board. I don't, I have never and will never use a Ouija board. I, I just cannot get into that. Um, the Ouija board is it, it conjures up spirits. It brings spirits to you, and a lot of people have no idea what those spirits are. Um, it leaves it way open for you to actually, 
you know, open doorways to spirits that you don't want. So I strongly um, suggest not to use the Ouija board. I don't use Ouija boards. I never have and I never will. But back to the Lenormand deck. The Lenormand deck consists of, like I said, 36 cards. And each one of these cards are not nothing like tarot. Lenormand focuses on clear, direct Imagery, just like Oracle cards, but in a different manner. Okay, this makes things accessible and practical for divination and straightforward interpretation. So, in this 36 card deck, we have the writer, which includes um, news, messages, or visitors that's coming your way. You also have the clover, which includes um, luck and opportunities and small blessings coming your way. This is like I, like I said, this is a lot of futuristic stuff. This is you trying to gain ideas of what's going to happen next. You have the ship, which include which you have the ship which includes travel, movement, or a journey. You have a house, which represents stability and family. The tree is the growth or long-term development. You have the clouds, which is um, uncertainty. Because when your head is clouded, what can you do? Okay. You have the snake, which represents deceit, like the seven of swords. And it's actually the number seven card. So um, I love that card. The snake represents deceit, complexity, <laughs> and a challenging person. Um, you also have the coffin, which actually is the ending of things. It's dead. It's done. You also have the bouquet, which signifies appreciation and love. You have the scythe card, which is um, changes and decisions. Um, you have the whip, which is about conflict and arguments. You have the birds, which signifies communications because they should chat all the time. You have children, which represents new beginning and innocence and a young person. I'm definitely going to leave um, a cheat sheet of the Lenormand cards for you guys to pick up. I'm quickly just going through this so you guys can understand what is actually found on Lenormand cards. You have the fox, which is very cunning and somebody who is very deceptive in a situation. You have a bear, which is authority, like um, the lion. I kind of, I kind of put the bear and the lion together. So you have the strength and authority. Could also be a mother figure. You have the stars, which represents hopes and guidance and aspiration, just like. Um, the Pisces, you have the stork, which tells you about changes and progress and transformation. You have the dog, which is about loyalty. Of course, dogs are very, very loyal. You have the tower. Now, there is a tower here in the Lenormand card, and there is a tower in the uh, Major Arcana tarot card. And this represents into, into institution, isolation, you know, only in the Lenormand. Deck. Now, the tower in the tarot deck represents mishaps and, and chaos and stuff like that. So, they do have two different meanings here. You also have the garden, which symbolizes gathering and public events. A mountain that symbolizes challenges. Crossroads that symbolizes decisions. Um... 
mice that symbolizes worry. You have the heart, which is about relationship and significant others. Uh, the ring, which is definitely about commitment and contracts. I miss my Lenormand deck. <laughs> I think I'm going to order a new Lenormand deck. Um, you have the book, which is a always representing secret and knowledge and hidden information. A letter indicates documentation and communication. The man represents um, masculine energy. The woman, of course, feminine energy. The lily represents harmony and peace. You also, here we go, again, you have the sun and the moon. And the sun and the moon is also found in the tarot deck. So the sun represents success, happiness, and positivity, while the moon represents intuition, dreams, and emotions. You have the key, and that is, is representing opportunities and unlocking, po that, unlocking potential. You have the fish card, which is about wealth. Remember in the Bible when they um, threw the net over the, over the boat, caught all the fish. That right there is wealth and abundance, okay? You have to have the anchor, which means security and stability and being well-grounded. And, of course, number 36 is the cross, which gives you burdens, challenges, and spiritual matters. Who was on the cross? Who had to go through these challenges in the Bible? Okay, all of this stuff is represented in the Bible. And a lot of people just, oh, you can't be thinking, you can't be talking. Man, get out of here. The card decks that are used to connect with divination are helpful and always connected to the Bible in some sort of way. Okay, it's a form of divination, just like the Bible is a form of divination. So don't let anyone tell you, oh, you, this is evil, this is wrong. It's not. It's just a different form of connecting with the Most High, the universe, the divination. It's, it's a different form. That's all it is. But if you do not do your own Due diligence, do your own research. What does it matter? You have to do your own research. You have to dig deep and find out. And it's too much information out now that if you do not do your research, you're looking stupid. We got too much, too many ways to connect now. Okay. I remember back in the day they told us that we couldn't read. Black folks were not allowed to be able to read books because if they did, we would be too smart for our britches. Man, if you don't get the fuck out my face, I'm going to learn no matter what. And that's why way back in the day, they they was trying to stop you from going to school, especially if you were African-American. They tried to stop you from learning, tried to keep books away from you, even now. Even now, when they took the books out of the church, uh, I'm sorry, they took the books out of the school that told us about our history and stuff like that. They don't want us to know our history because they are anybody that tries to hide something from you or take something from you, especially if you're learning, there's something that they're trying to hide. Please note this. Please know that there's something that they're trying to hide from you. Okay. 
And like I said, there's too many informational airways now in this century that you should not be unaccustomed to learning and finding out your own truth. Like I said, you have to do your due diligence. I can sit here and talk all day, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that's like, oh, my God, girl, shut up. Nobody want to hear that crap. But it's true. Do your due diligence, all right? Okay, so we have done the Lenormand, and now we're going to get into the Oracle cards. I didn't know this was going to be like an hour and a half long, but, hey, information is very much vital, and um, I guess... I'm trying to let you guys know the difference between the three top divination card tools that most readers use. Be sure to visit www.journeythroughtarot.com where you can find Sarah, an intuitive tarot reader, Based out of Southern California, she has been reading tarot for about 19 years for friends and family and has reading professionally for two and a half years. It wasn't something she ever saw herself doing, but through her spiritual journey and awakening, she felt called into this line of work. Be sure to visit her on Instagram at Journey Through Tarot and on Facebook as well as Linktree. Hope to see you there. Complexity here and guess what? We are looking for you to be on the show. Do you want to share your triumphing story, your karmic situation? I know y'all tired of hearing about me and my story. So let's go ahead and get into some of you guys' stories. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing your karmic story and how you triumph over it, then by golly, hit that www.complexityonline.com or the link in the description or in the bio and connect request to be on the show until then aha kisses are you ready to make your thoughts a reality and invest in yourself this 2024 then join me and others on an inspiring journey of manifesting and motivation where we'll discover the secrets to manifesting abundance love success and happiness this exciting journey will include tips, techniques, and guidance to help you achieve all of your 2024 desired goals. Act now and download your free Man I Best 2024 Cheat Sheet. Then subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and let's manifest your abundant 2024 year. Link is in the show notes. Hope to see you soon. And we're back. Thank you guys for tuning back in. We are now dealing with the Oracle card. Now, the Oracle cards are something very totally 
totally different than the Lenormand and Tarot. You can find an Oracle deck for some somewhere in the between in between it is whatever the artist decides to put in or the Arthur decides to put in the Oracle deck. It's wonderfully versatile everywhere you go. And the history of the Oracle card is less rooted and less traditional. Like I said, it doesn't have a standardized structure. So the evolution of divinary practices and personal spirituality helps create these decks and helps those who are, are seeking guidance and inspiration and personal reflection. It helps them to reveal what's going on in the deck. Okay, the number of Oracle decks, the number of cards that are in the Oracle deck could be 30, 50, or 100. Like I told you, it could be millions of different types of card decks. It depends on the artwork and symbolism used in the deck by the artist. I love it. This gives them free reign to do whatever they want, free reign to create whatever thing idea they want and put it into a card it's beautiful oh my gosh there are so many oracle decks out there and when you add the art and the symbolisms numbers just different types of things you can put in a card when a reader reads that card they are drawn to what it means they are drawn to the little symbols, little things. You have to be able to weed out what's actually going on, the actual actions of whatever is going on in that card, the symbols that they use, the artwork that they use, the emotion that you feel when you read that card. It takes personal interpretation and intuition to actually overstand the oracle cards and the oracle deck in which that you use you choose to use how you're drawn to it how it makes you feel okay the actions on the card the photos on the card the symbolisms on the card all that is important that's why when you look at an oracle deck okay i'm gonna tell you about a reader that i love a lot i love this girl because she's straight up and she she calls herself the ghetto nine Okay, and she has her own Oracle deck. It's a very good Oracle reader because most of her cards are not tarot, but most of the time she uses picture cards. It's like picture cards. People, she's drawn to the picture and she can tell you what's going on in that picture and it actually considers making a story. Not only that, she's getting their downloads and connecting those downloads with the pictures that are in the Oracle deck that she's using. I love her, the ghetto nun. Am I tripping or not? Tarot. Okay, so make sure y'all check her out. I love her a lot. She's a real good and she old school. I love it because she connects all music with her Oracle Day. And we're back. Thank you guys for tuning back in. We are now dealing with the Oracle card. Now, the Oracle cards are something very totally 
totally different than the Lenormand and Tarot. Okay, Oracle cards are a broad category of cards. Okay, they do not have a standardized structure at all. I mean, ugh, I <laughs> I can't even count how many Oracle cards I have, let alone how many I have created. Okay, but um, they are usually distinct. Designed and distinguished by the author, the artist, and spiritual practitioners. They draw in diverse themes and symbols and inspirations. Now, the oracle cards can and will be used as uh, it's more like art. It's more like a picture. You know how you have a picture and you put it on a card? It's more like a picture. And the, you feel how the picture makes you feel. Okay? How does this picture make you feel? And not only with how it makes you feel. What are the um, elements in the picture? Okay? What do they speak to you? Okay? Also, what... Um, Instruments are in the picture. What items and what is the event happening and all of that is part of the oracle cards. The structure of the oracle cards, it, it, it doesn't have any numbers. It's like there's no structure. There's no standardized structure. This oracle card deck could be five cards in a deck, 20 cards in a deck. 150 cards in the Dagon deck. There is no structure, okay, in Oracle cards. I love the Oracle cards because they are unique, okay, and they always have a different meaning. And sometimes artists who actually create the Oracle cards, they put so much stuff in the in one card that you you <laughs> you you could take one card and do a whole full read and off of one simple card okay they might have numbers on them they might have letters on them they might have um things that they go by uh all kind of things you can find a lot of oracle cards a lot of different meanings in those cards but the purpose of the oracle card is very versatile okay and it's tailored for focus on Specific things like animals, chakras, affirmations, um, spiritual messages, uh, intuitive guidance, um, you know, encouraging personal reflect. I have made, I believe, two Oracle card decks so far. Worth, not actually, well, I made about five Oracle card decks. Yeah. I've made about five Oracle card decks, but the ones that I have in rotation now are the Healing Souls Oracle card deck and the Crime Scene Oracle card deck. My card decks are um, based on theme, and I use my card decks for as a combined. Uh, I use my card deck as a, 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 a 
I use my card deck that I created as a combination to my learning and learning courses, my self-improvement courses. And when I add Oracle cards to it, like I have um, Oracle deck for the Empower You uh, challenge. I have Oracle deck for the the Healing Souls challenge. I have the Oracle deck for the crime scenes. You know, I, 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 I actually make an Oracle deck for each and every subject that I touch on. Um, subject that I teach in order to help self-improve others. Um, I also put spreads out that help you to identify with these Oracle decks. So that's just me when I create my Oracle decks. But like I said, um, there are people who are highly talented artists that like to create Oracle decks and those decks are amazing. You can find an Oracle deck for some somewhere in the between in between thirty and two hundred something dollars because of the insight and the articulateness of the cards. How many cards are in a deck? Um, the pictures that it shows. It also has words to it. Some some of them use words. I use words on mine. Even though sometimes when I'm rushing, I spell the words wrong. So I would um I would um post it at a real cheap price and then correct everything and then I'll um sell it at a better price once I get it all together. But yeah, I use the Oracle deck and I create them myself. The Oracle cards are a type of divination tool that differs from traditional tarot and Lenormand decks and follows an unstandardized structure system. Okay, the history of Oracle decks is not really compared to tarot and Lenormand. The concept of using Oracle decks for divination uh, helps you receive spiritual guidance and the way that we know of them today, it helps in clarifying historic practices, okay? Oracle cards have the root in ancient divination, symbolisms, methods, objects. And like I said, they could consist of a lot of things, especially when you are an artist creating them. Um, these Oracle decks are usually used by seers, shaman, or spiritual practitioners. They can decipher um, the difference and they can feel the pictures. It's like a clearer, clearer type of thing when you actually see something. The modern irritation of Oracle cards began way back in the 20th century, actually, and it evolved strongly in the 21st century. And um, the Oracle cards have creators such as artists, spiritual teachers, authors, often design these decks and infuse them with unique interpretations, symbolisms. You know, like I said, you can find just about anything in an Oracle deck. Um, People use 
the Illuminati, which was a card game. I know you guys know about the Illuminati and the card deck that they use. It was a board game. Um, these pictures and and ideas and symbolisms that they use help to create the Oracle deck. Okay, a lot of Oracle decks are theme based. Like I said, mine was based on healing and in crime scenes. Okay, and other people's could be based on animals, chakras, um, auras, colors, or whatever. It is whatever the artist decides to put in, or the Arthur decides to put in the Oracle deck. It's wonderfully versatile everywhere you go. And the history of the Oracle card is less rooted and less traditional. Like I said, it doesn't have a standardized structure. So the evolution of divinary practices and personal spirituality helps create these decks and helps those who are seeking guidance and inspiration and personal reflection, it helps them to reveal what's going on in the deck, okay? And it makes them, it, it, you have to be drawn to it. Like, there are so many Oracle decks on Etsy. There are so many Oracle decks on Amazon. And you, if you're drawn to those decks, you look at the deck and you're drawn to it, or you look at the cover and you're drawn to it, or you look at a couple of the cards and you're drawn to it, they might be for you. So the Oracle decks consist of a few things, a few components that makes these decks work, such as, like I said, the theme or the concept of the deck. Okay, the things could be affirmations. And like I said, I use affirmation decks um, or uh, affirmation oracle deck for my empower you challenge. Um, people use fairy tales. They use spiritual or inspirational concepts. Like I said, animals, angels, all kinds of things, goddesses and goddesses. The African oracle deck, which is all about Africa. You know, the animal oracle deck, which is all about animals. And it's so amazing. Oracle decks were the easiest thing to make, but always tell the story. If you look within that card, you will find answer okay the number of oracle decks the number of cards that are in the oracle deck could be 30 50 or 100 like i told you it could be millions of different types of card decks it depends on the artwork and symbolism used in the deck by the artist i love it this gives them free reign to do whatever they want free reign to create whatever thing idea they want and put it into a card it's beautiful oh my gosh there are so many oracle decks out there and when you add the art and the symbolisms numbers just different types of things you can put in a card when a reader reads that card they are drawn to what it means 
they are drawn to the little symbols, little things. You have to be able to weed out what's actually going on, the actual actions of whatever is going on in that card, the symbols that they use, the artwork that they use, the emotion that you feel when you read that card, okay? Um, the symbolisms, you know, like... You take some of the enormous and you put a you put an anchor inside of one of the oracle cards, and one of the readers would be like, "Oh, somebody is stabilized here. They are grounded, and they have a cat spirit around them because now they have a, they see a cat. Uh, they have the number seven. That cat spirit must be um, very spiritual and is protecting them." And connecting them to the Most High God with the with, with the number seven here, you know that's how they would read it. They would read everything in that card to make a story, to make sense to the answers in which you seek. Okay, the messages that they put on the cards. Um, a lot of people use affirmation and keywords, like I said, um, healing. You stick, you stick that in there. It's just like, um, I want to say, you know how they Disney World has so many hidden um, subliminal messages in their movies that they make? It's just like that. It's just like that. Only this is like a card that you use or a card deck that you use to guide you. It really helps. It's all about guidance and interpretation and you could also use them in spreads okay but it really takes personal interpretation and intuition to actually overstand the oracle cards and the oracle deck in which that you use you choose to use how you're drawn to it how it makes you feel okay the actions on the card the Photos on the card, the symbolisms on the card, all that is important. That's why when you look at an Oracle deck, okay, I'm going to tell you about a reader that I love a lot. I love this girl because she's straight up and she, she calls herself the ghetto nine, okay? And she has her own Oracle deck that she made and I bought and my son destroyed. I don't know. It was just like, we're going to destroy those cards. I can't stand out of it. Like like I wasn't gonna buy a whole nother deck. Stop playing with me. But um, <laughs> uh, her oracle. Uh, she is um the ghetto nun, and she uses a. She I don't I don't, I don't see her use her cards a lot, but she uses a lot. She has connections with the universe, and she um is a very good oracle reader because most of her cards are not tarot, but most of the time she uses picture cards. It's like picture cards. People, she's drawn to the picture and she can tell you what's going on in that picture and it actually considers making a story. Not only that, she's getting their downloads and connecting those downloads with the pictures that are in the Oracle deck that she's using. I love her, the ghetto nun. Am I tripping or not tarot? Okay, so make sure y'all check her out. I love her a lot. She's a real good, and she old school. I love it because she connects all music with her oracle deck. I stumbled upon her when I was doing the same thing because I was doing music 
using music as a divination and those music notes and the music um songs and things and things like that everything the words of the songs and all that good stuff was coming to me when i would do readings i don't do as many readings as i do now now i'm trying to teach people about the divination tools um what they all mean why you shouldn't be afraid of them you know but a lot of people use things negatively and it's sad but <sighs> however Oracle decks will provide intuitive guidance, inspiration, and support for your growth, your spiritual exploration, and self-reflection. So if you have ever thought about going into card reading, I suggest you start with an Oracle deck instead of starting with a tarot deck and a Lenormand deck, okay? But um, the reason why I say this is because it's easier to read picture than it is to decipher all of the knowledge and all of the strength and things of a Lemonormid and tarot because there's a lot a lot to learn with all that this is a lot that you could put into an oracle card then it's easier to read an oracle card than it is to read Lenormand or tarot okay because because it's because there's no structured way with an oracle card. There's no structure, <clears throat> excuse me, there's no structured way of reading an oracle card. You're just telling it how you feel, telling it what you see, um, how it's going to help you. You you look at the card, like it's like going to the daggone art show and looking at pictures in art. And you're like, wow, you know, and how that art is making you feel what you see, what you feel, how you can relate it to your life. Okay, so that has been a very, very, very <laughs> long explanation of the three types of three major types of divination card decks that most readers use. Tarot, Lenormand, and Oracle. I hope I gave you guys some insight on all three. I hope you guys learned a little bit today. And as I would love to tell you, go into the show notes or the description and click on the link and download the interpretations of these card decks and what they mean. My cheat sheet is available to you for free. You don't have to pay anything. But if you do want to learn a little bit more than what I told you here and what I've shown you in the cheat sheets, then definitely sign up for one of my programs and we will connect you with the spirit and the universe and learn more about who you are, your future, your present, and the whole overround of your life. So with that being said, I thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Earth Messenger number 47. I am your host, Miss Complexity, and I will talk to you guys soon. Deuces. Things of a Lemonormid and Tarot, because there's a lot. 
a lot to learn with all that this is a lot that you could put into an oracle card man it's easier to read an oracle card than it is to read lenormand or tarot okay because because it's because there's no structured way with an oracle card there's no structure <clears throat> excuse me there's no structured way of reading an oracle card so that has been a very 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 <laughs> long explanation of the three types of three major types of divination card decks that most readers use tarot lenormand and oracle i hope i gave you guys some insight on all three i hope you guys learned a little bit today and as i would love to tell you go into the show notes or the description and click on the link and download the interpretations of these card decks and what they mean my cheat sheet it's available to you for free you don't have to pay anything but if you do want to learn a little bit more than what i told you here and what i've shown you in the cheat sheets then definitely sign up for one of my programs and we will connect you with the spirit and the universe and learn more about who you are your future your present and the whole overround of your life. So with that being said, I thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Earth Messenger number 47. I am your host, Miss Complexity, and I will talk to you guys soon. Deuces.